Welcome to Pushing Back the Darkness podcast. My name is Randy G, host of this podcast. Each week, I will be discussing different things to help followers of Jesus Christ properly push back the darkness of this world. We will be discussing how to use the Bible as a weapon and also how to put it into practice in our lives. And most importantly, to shine the light in this dark, dark world. We will also be sharing the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So join me now as we talk about what's going on in this crazy world and also what's going on inside the church. So now let's get into today's subject. Welcome back to Pushing Back the Darkness podcast. I'm your host, Randy G. And uh, this is the fourth installment into our podcast. Uh, Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say I hope everybody has recovered and is still recovering from the big snow and ice that we got. Mercy. It was probably, in my opinion, close to the blizzard of 1993. My driveway, our driveway, is still a solid sheet of ice. And we're almost into a week of this. So, anyway, I hope everybody has been safe. Um, Also, before we get into this podcast, I just want to say this up front. Uh, because of this uh, episode, uh, that I don't claim to be any better than any other person that is listening to this podcast. I just wanted to say that. I'm just a regular old follower of Jesus Christ that God has saved, that has seen fit to save, and shown grace to. That's basically it. But I wanted to say, and and I do know enough of the Bible to know real truth versus anything false. Uh, I titled this podcast, Drink the Milk, Eat the Meat, and Spit Out the Fat. Now, you might say, what do you mean by that? Well, biblically speaking... Milk and meat is in the word. I'm not real sure if fat is in there speaking of this same uh, subject. But uh, milk is the basics of the word of God. And the meat is the deep things of the Bible. And the fat is the false teachings that the Bible is opposed to. Uh, As I I was studying for this and thinking on this, I had a question. Uh, In the Christian faith, there is 30,000 different denominations. And my question that I had was, why is that? Now, it may be because of different styles of worship and different uh, 
things, <clears throat> the way that the churches, whether it be traditional or contemporary, but uh, maybe also it could be because of false doctrines inside the denominations. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, I wanted to share some verses with you. Um, <clears throat> but before we get started, I forgot to quote the podcast verses. And that is, uh, in the Bible, it says to submit to God... Resist the devil, and the devil will flee. Once upon a time, Satan, the devil, asked a question. And that question was, did God really say what he said? And in these verses here, in Hebrews chapter 5, and it's uh, about four verses, three or four verses, and in starting in verse 11, it says, Concerning him, we have much to say. Whoever wrote the book of Hebrews, not really sure. Uh, but when he's saying concerning him, he's talking about Christ. And he goes on to say, Concerning him, we have much to say. And it is difficult to explain, since you have become poor listeners. Now that I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. And in verse 12, it says, in chapter 5, verse 12, Hebrews, it says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the actual words of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes... Only of milk is unacquainted with the word of righteousness, for he is an infant. Verse 14 says this, But solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained to distinguish between good and evil. Uh, now, I wanted to read that verse 14 again in the King James, and this is what it says. Instead of saying solid meat, it says, I mean, instead of it saying solid food, the King James Version says strong meat. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full age. Even those who reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. As I said a while ago, strong meat means solid foods. Now, I wanted to say that this, I tell you, I love sweet stuff. And sweet stuff loves me. At my age now, they love me enough to put more meat on my bones. <laughs> it wasn't always that way. Uh, because the reason is because metabolisms change. Now, when I was a little boy, I would have rather had a candy bar than a hot dog. 
snack cake rather than hamburger or anything good for me. Anything sweet rather than anything that was healthy and good for me. I was just a typical kid. My mom would always say to me, Son, don't eat that candy. You're going to ruin your supper. You need something solid first. And what my mom meant is something that has nutritional value. And then my dad would say, when I would come running through the house, just got out of the shower, and I had, didn't have a shirt on yet, and he would say this. He said, he, he would say, son, I can count your ribs right now. That's why you need to eat right so you can put some meat on those bones. Now, I have an 11-year-old daughter now, <clears throat> right now, and shout out to Kendall. She can eat anything, and she gains no weight as far as outward goes. She, her weight goes upward, and she has a high metabolism. Uh, instead of getting fat, she gets taller and taller as the days go by. So what I'm trying to say is, as we grow old, our bodies change as well as our metabolism. And when we're young, in order to grow, it really doesn't matter our food intake. But as we get older and we're fully grown to stay good and healthy, we got to watch what we eat. So what the writer of Hebrews is saying here is in these verses, verse chapter 5, verse 11 through 14, he's basically saying this. He said, he's saying, we got many things to talk about Jesus because Jesus is a deep subject. But it's hard to explain because you've stopped trying to understand. He's saying you've had enough time that by now you should be teaching somebody. But you need somebody to teach you again the first lessons of God, about God. You still need the teaching that is like milk. You're not ready for solid foods yet. And he, he's going on to say in, in verse 13, what that means is anyone who lives on milk is still a baby and is not able to understand much about living right, pretty much. And then in 14 he says, it means, but solid food is for people who have grown up. They're grown up already. From there, from their experience, they've learned to see the difference between good and evil. So if a Christian does not grow in understanding the true things of God and the Bible, then they're like a baby, just like a baby. And they're still on the milk. They're not ready for meat yet. But if that same Christian starts growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ and is gaining wisdom concerning the scriptures and the way a believer is supposed to live their lives and the fruits are evident from that Christian life, the Christian, that certain Christian has graduated from milk to the meat. It's the solid foods and is able to know the difference between truth and error. Between good and evil. I say all of that to say this. There's a lot of false preachers and teachers out there. And even some of my friends and family and people that I know, 
they've been duped into believing the doctrines that spew out of these preachers' and teachers' mouths. And I'm not talking about different religions or cults or anything like that. I'm talking about supposedly Christian preachers and teachers in the so-called denominational or non-denominational Christian churches who preach and teach from the same exact Bible that we do. They teach Scripture, but they teach the exact same thing that the Bible tells them not to teach. They teach half-truths. They take the Scripture out of context. They twist it to fit their life. They'll add to Scripture, and they'll take away from it. Now, in my early Christian years, I would read the verses that warned about false teachers, like the one where Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 11, He said, And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And I used to ask myself, as I would read this, I would say, Who are these guys? Even though they were already and always have been here, I would never hear anybody talk about them. I would would watch TV preachers and listen to radio preaching, but I couldn't tell you who they were. And the reason is because I didn't know any better yet. I was a young baby Christian, and I, I didn't have anybody to tell me any different. There are some verses in the book of Acts that comes to mind when talking about this. The Apostle Paul, uh, starting in verse uh, 27 of chapter 20, all the way up to 31, Apostle Paul wrote these things, or was talking here, as, as Luke was writing in the book of Acts. He said, this is him talking, he said, For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Verse 28 says, Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. Verse 29 says, I know that after my departure, fierce wolves. Now, this this is the false preachers and teachers I'm talking about. He said, I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from, from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. And he says in 31, in, in chapter 20, verse 31, the next verse, it just uh, in, in the very first part, he said, Therefore, be alert, be aware, be, don't let your guard down. Because they're out there. So what I wanted to do today in this episode is just give you guys that are hearing this a list of some of the preachers and teachers that I have found to, to, to not be teaching the whole counsel of God. And they're well-known teachers and preachers in today's Christian churches. Now, <clears throat> you have to bear with me a minute. I don't want you to get to think, ah, oh, Randy, that is just your opinion. Here's the thing. If that's what you think, it's okay. I'm not offended by it. But you guys need to do your own research and find out 
if this is true, what I'm saying, and these guys are false or not false. Now, there's a long list here of names, and I don't want you to get bored as I read these off. And, and some of you need to know, though. Here's the thing. Some of you need to know who these guys are. The first one is Andrew Womack. Benny Hinn. Bess Moore. Bill Johnson of Bethel Church in Redding, California. Creflo Dollar. Greg Locke. Heidi Baker. Jesse Duplantis. Joel Osteen. Joseph Prince. Joyce Meyer. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Hagen. Marilyn Hickey. Mike Bickle. Mike Murdoch. Oral Roberts. Paul and Jan Crouch, the founders of TBN Network. Paula White. President Trump's spiritual advisor, Peter Popoff, Rick Warren, Rob Bale, Robert Tilton, Rod Parsley, Rodney Howard Brown, who calls himself the Holy Ghost bartender, Sarah Young, the author of the Jesus Callings books, Stephen Furtick, T.D. Jakes, Todd Bentley, Todd White, John Hagee, Brian Houston of Hillsong, Andy Stanley, T.B. Joshua, Carl Lentz, Priscilla Shirer, Christine Kane, John Gray, Francis Chan, and Pat Robertson of the 700 Club. Now this is just a small list of the ones that are out there. There's many, many more. And they've always been false teachers in this world. And there will always be. So how in the world are we to push back the darkness concerning this subject here? Peter said in 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 1, he said, But false prophets also rose among the people, just as there, were, just as there will be false teachers among you who secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. The whole counsel of God includes some things that are difficult to hear. 
the fact that we are dead in sin and deserving of God's wrath. See, these guys don't teach that. They don't teach it when Apostle Paul was telling the Ephesian church, chapter 2, in chapter 2, verse 1 through 3. And also the fact that we cannot save ourselves through works. They teach these things. The gospel is a call to repentance and faith. That's it. Believers are going to face persecution. That's evident. John, Jesus said in John 16, 33. And likely, we're going to be considered, it's likely that we'll be considered foolish. But none of these things can discourage us. We should follow Paul's example and also do what he said when he said, preach the whole counsel of God. Don't leave any of it out. Preach the truth. Don't preach error. Teach the truth. Don't teach error. All Scripture, the same Bible that they use and the same one that we use, it's inspired and all of it is profitable. We need to preach it in its entirety and allow the Holy Spirit to use His sword as he sees fit. We can't twist it. We can't rearrange it to meet our needs. Paul did not share misinformation or only parts of the gospel. Rather, he shared all of what God has revealed, and we must do the same. There's always been false teachers, and there are always going to be false teachers. So how do we push back the darkness concerning this subject? First, by submitting to God in faith and seeking to understand His Word and then pray and ask God for wisdom. And also, this is important over just about everything I talked about. We need to know who these guys are and we need to expose them and stay away from them. It's just, it's discouraging to me to know that I have family, friends, I got people I work with, people I go to church with that listen to these fools. I'm going to call them fools. I'm going to call it like it is. Listen to them and they believe their teaching teachings. Now, I'm not saying they're lost, the people that I know. I'm not saying at all. Only God knows their heart and they know their heart. But they're not growing if they're believing these teachings. So anyway, I hope this episode helps somebody. Uh, it's probably not as long as it should be. But I, I prayed about it and I think God wanted me to, to talk about these false teachers. So we need to be about the Father's business. We need to get off the pacifier if we're going to grow, we need to, to get on the milk, to drink it. We need to eat the meat. And if there's any fat or bones in our way that's, that's causing us not to move forward for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to spit it out and get rid of it. Anyway, I'm going to end the episode right there. 
and I hope it helped in some way. And guys, if you're listening to any of these guys, stop listening to them. Stop, stop believing what they're teaching. Believe me, they are teaching heretical things. So anyway, I want to say I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. I hope you're able to, I hope the Lord's letting, allowing some of the snow to melt so you can get out and about. And you guys stay safe, okay? I love you guys. I'm out.